Hello and welcome to the Powerful Personal Brand Podcast, where we help and inspire you to build a great personal brand to increase your visibility and authority. I am your host, Claire Bond, and on today's episode, I am so excited to be joined by Oksana Romanyuk. Um, she is the founder and CEO of Remote Rockstars, love the name, um, which offers high-end online business management and professional virtual assistant services to visionary entrepreneurs, industry leaders, and coaches. Oksana is a certified online business manager and a proud member of the International Association of Online Business Managers and Association of Virtual Assistants. She trained, she has trained countless of virtual assistants and has helped multiple entrepreneurs grow their businesses, reach more people and impact the world. Welcome, Oksana. Thank you so much for having me, Claire. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited. So virtual assistants. So um, we're kind of doing a little bit of uh, research on this and it seems like it, virtual assistants really started in the early 2000s. Um, what made you decide to start your company in 2019? So what prompted me to start the company was um, that I was looking for a lot of flexibility and um, freedom in my schedule. So I was uh, thinking at the time about possibly uh, starting a family. And uh, then I was just like, what would I imagine my dream life and my schedule to look like so that I can devote equal time and have like a balanced approach to my personal family life and then a successful work life as well. And so mm -hmm. that would, um, at the same time, you know, it's just so coincidental because online, I just started kind of like researching a little bit about digital nomads and then remote workers, virtual assistants. And I came across this really nice newsletter that is still circulating every month and it's called Red Race Rebellion. So there they post, they mostly focus on all the remote opportunities that are available out there and they post all, all different types of jobs. Uh, monthly. And so that kind of just like gave me a little bit of a push to start looking at the companies that are typically looking for remote work um, or remote workers and um, started to exploring kind of virtual assistance and what it's all about and what kind of services are popular and on demand at that time. And so mm -hmm. that's how I got into virtual assistance. And then I felt like I got so good at that, that, um, I was starting to think, well, I could potentially start building out my own portfolio of clients because I was active on social media. People were reaching out to me with um, different requests for from smaller tasks to larger projects. And then eventually I got two very large clients that kind of filled up my hours and I stopped working with mm -hmm. Belay Solutions. And that's how I started just like working for myself. And then a year later, I decided to incorporate the business and open up remote rock stars. Nice. So it just kind of happened organically because your business grew. Absolutely. So um, those yeah. two initial clients started referring my services and very soon, probably closer to the second half of the year, my hours filled up so much. And um, I noticed at that point that, and it's probably actually uh, something that comes up for every solopreneur in their journey where they have to make the decision uh, whether they want to keep their practice kind of like their business on the intimate side, maybe more boutique niche services, or 
if they want to start growing a team and maybe start hiring subcontractors mm -hmm. and freelancers yeah. to uh, to keep on growing. And so I definitely chose the second path. Yeah, well, so <clears throat> basically, um, it sounds like you, know, you, you said a lot of people started coming to you based on social media, based on your personal brand, which is what we talk about. Yes. So let's dig into that a little bit. What, I mean, when did you kind of realize that what you were putting out there, how you were presenting yourself could actually attract your ideal clients? Yeah. So, you know, Claire, I'm probably one of those like atypical uh, business owners where um, my business is very personal to me. And I rely. I don't know that that's atypical. Is I think it? that's like, yeah, that's why I hate the comment. Um, don't take it personally. I'm like, I can't not take it personally. Right. So <laughs> Go it's just so intrinsically kind of just like part of my personality, the reflection of the brand that's out there. And I think that's what draws people in. It's just because I genuinely care about our client success. Their success mm -hmm. is actually also a reflection of our quality of support. So that's also very important for us as a brand and then for me as the, the founder of the company. So that genuine care and nurturing too, I think like that's just naturally part of my personality. And then mm -hmm. um, um, also just being very selective. I feel like that's, that's also very important for my brand, being very selective as far as like the type of people that we support and the type of people that I personally want to work with. Um, because it's important to me what kind of impact they're making in the world, how they serve their community, how they show up in the world, and what kind of values they have mm -hmm. as entrepreneurs and as individuals. So uh, being a little bit more demanding as far as qualifying our clients, I feel like has been paying off so well for us. And ultimately, that has been kind of like the core of uh, how we approach and how I approach my personal brand. So Oksana, tell me when, obviously um, it's super important to, to attract the right type of clients. How were you formulating the content that you're sharing, the social media posts that you're sharing so that people understood that they should work with you and not a competitor? So we, ac we actually take a twofold approach here. So okay. on our Facebook business page and on our Instagram page, we primarily focus on um, targeting or I guess coming up with useful content for entrepreneurs themselves who are business owners, right? And um, so we, are, we do share helpful tips as far as how to work with a virtual assistant, the art of delegation ultimately. And that comes very challenging for, to some people because they just don't have any practice in it. Right, frequently asked okay. questions about kind of like the industry of the minimum hours, right? Like how, mm -hmm. how long typically the tasks take and mm -hmm. they would just kind of like, how do I actually know that you guys are gonna come through, like the reliability factor. But mm -hmm. then the second uh, fold to that is uh, our Facebook group, which is Remote Rockstars Club. And that's mostly the useful and Help, helpful community for virtual assistants or remote workers who are looking for opportunities. We don't mm -hmm. only share jobs that, you know, are available to us or just we come across and we kind of like share with all of our family, family, uh, Facebook members. Mm -hmm. But I also come on video and then I share helpful tips about how to put a professional portfolio together. 
what's important and what our clients, for instance, have emphasized that they appreciated seeing in a way how we provide um, useful information to them or professional profiles and resumes mm -hmm. of our team members. And then how to put together kind of like a resume, but a virtual uh, resume as opposed to just a regular corporate. So when with your virtual assistants, um, obviously, you know, your brand and everything is important, but ultimately someone has to, so, you know, to work with a particular person. What do you, what would you recommend they do for their personal brand so that they can attract the right people? I feel like it would be very important from the very beginning to be clear about their values and not really compromise on um, the way what on the ideal client that they want to serve mm -hmm. and uh, not just to take jobs that are maybe paid well or just out of desperation, but just really wait for those clients that are going to bring them a lot of joy and joy actually and having fun on the job is um, are very important in uh, for our team so also for for the brand i feel like it's um it's going to be very important to be very clear about the messaging from day one what kind of approach they want to take as far as how they show up online and because we are in the remote world in the virtual world we all show up online in a certain way and like having that consistent online presence i feel like is absolutely important for the brand as well mm -hmm. and then uh, it uh, goes into a little bit of like a minutia here as well as far as like what is the name of your practice right like like does it actually reflect what you're or does it actually say it's, is it easy to pick up on what you're doing uh, or is it some obscure kind of like a vague name that nobody mm -hmm. will ever guess that you are a virtual assistant so that's absolutely right. important or even the colors of the brand um, are they neutral attractive something that's popular at the moment um, or is it something timeless and um, so I feel like putting a little bit of effort into that. And then as far as the brand um, as well, I feel like it's just having that serious and solid online presence. And by serious, I mean that if you, um, if a virtual assistant decide to open a Facebook business page, which it, I consider to be a must these days, it mm -hmm. has to be completely filled out. And uh, yes. it has to really be kind of like the face of the business. So put a little bit of effort into making that work. And also, a one page website is so easy to create these days as easy as opening up a Google business account and it already comes with all mm -hmm. of the Google apps, right? You can create that um, portfolio or, or page right there. And um, so I feel like those are just like really must haves these days. Um, and then ultimately deciding what other platforms on social media, I feel like would be a very good reflection of your business brand as far as Instagram with the visuals or Twitter, maybe with some tips and techniques or maybe TikTok with some of the helpful videos, educational videos, in addition mm -hmm. to some of the, the, the content as well that you can share there. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, yeah. That, I think that's really key um, to, you know, make sure that you, uh, presenting yourself the way you would ultimately present somebody else. Right. So, cause otherwise if, if, yeah, you kind of show up sloppy and, and some of the work that you do isn't really great or you're not consistent, why would anyone think that you would be different for them? Absolutely. What's, what's another way that you, that you think that someone could market themselves and maybe set themselves apart, um, in a really crowded space? Mm -hmm. I feel like showing up, um, 
first of all, on signing up and researching some professional associations like the Association of Virtual Assistants. The reason why I'm bringing this one up in particular is because mm -hmm. it's not, they, they don't only take the educational approach and being kind of like that industry leader or setting up the standards for virtual assistants, but they also share a lot of job opportunities that are really mm -hmm. internal to the members of the association. So I feel like being part of the professional associations is key. The same goes with online business managers as the international association that is devoted just to, uh, to them or confident OBM community that is on Facebook um, as a group mm -hmm. also um, is a good resource. And then um, honestly, Claire, I feel like Facebook nowadays is just a really great uh, channel for developing your uh, your brand and then also participating in different types of discussions when people not selling your services but like offering actually your professional advice when people are asking some questions and there are so many business owners there that are kind of just like clueless like where to start or like how would i how would i even calculate the uh, the project hours for this particular task that i have or mm -hmm. um what, what is kind of like the industry average uh, for me to to put on for this task as the hourly rate right mm -hmm. and so you can definitely chime in and i feel like the way how you craft your comment to you those particularly like simple questions or simple requests or reach outs uh, will definitely yeah. help you stand out it happened to me a few times when mm -hmm. people were just like i was so impressed with the way how you you know show up online or how you comment and everything it's like what do you do like how how can we talk and just like uh, maybe you can help support my business do you find that linkedin has value are it you does. on linkedin okay it's good I, yes. I, could, I feel like you could probably find groups that are similar on on linkedin as well to that would absolutely would be asking questions and things like that because i know for i mean i i actually really dislike facebook and i don't mm -hmm. go on it i mean i have to i have to go on because my birthday was recently and i had to go on and say thank you but i mean yeah. i don't even have that many comments on there anymore because most people know that i'm not on the app Mm -hmm. um, so I'm wondering if you are finding that, that there are people that are kind of like leaving Facebook or are you still finding that Facebook is a good market for you? So I, I have to say for virtual assistance and remote work, it's still a very uh, popular channel to it is. Okay. not only, yeah, um, advertise kind of like your services, but also mm -hmm. keep in touch with the community and, okay. um, yeah, so it really does work. Okay. even though the market is saturated yeah linkedin i can tell you just like even from my communication with the members of the association of virtual assistants has picked up only in the last maybe couple of years as mm -hmm. the source where people are now becoming linkedin experts and like do workshops yes. and master classes as far as yes. like how to find job agree. opportunities right and yeah um, i feel like i feel like LinkedIn. linkedin definitely picked up uh mm -hmm. 2019 2020 People yeah. who kind of are like tired of, of like Facebook and we're like, okay, we're just going to go and do business. Um, Another, I, I, I feel like untapped resource is Clubhouse. Um, is it still definitely... working? Yeah, yeah. It is? So okay. Even, yeah. So even though um, there are a few virtual assistants out there already, but I mm -hmm. feel like it's just really... Um, haven't been explored that much. So there's definitely less competition there. So I would try um, okay. working on creating those con connections in there as well. Um, Interesting. But yeah, I would say at the moment, 
Facebook and LinkedIn definitely rival. They're kind of like that sharing the number one spot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, so we, we, I definitely would love for you to give me the links. I can make sure they're in the show notes. If someone is interested in some of those Facebook groups that you were mentioning, but tell, you know, tell people how can they get in touch with you? If they have questions, uh, want to work with you as a virtual assistant, want to hire you because they want a virtual assistant, how will someone find you? It's actually very easy to find us. Our website is remoterockstars.com. We are on Facebook. Our business page is Remote Rockstars. Same with Instagram. And we do have the Remote Rockstars Club group that is uh, geared towards helping out virtual assistants who are just starting out or are already experienced in what they do. And um, also business owners and entrepreneurs who are looking for virtual support. So that could be a very good resource to post some job opportunities that um, people already have, or just ask some questions as far as like, where do I start? And like, how do I begin this journey of uh, expanding my company? Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Oksana, for being on the Powerful Personal Brand Podcast. I think that really anybody that's doing freelance, you gave a lot of great tips on things that people can do if they want to be a virtual assistant or just put out your own kind of uh, shingle, if you will, for um, freelance. There's a lot of great stuff there. So thank you so much. And we will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining. Bye.